pie and a pint. Pie and a pint. Pie and a pint. Pie and a pint. Welcome back to Pine and Pint Podcast, and it is Monday Night Football. We've been covering this throughout the night. Josh has been watching Man City vs Wolves. Luke has already watched the Sheffield United vs Aston Villa game, which finished 1-0 to Villa. And I'm currently watching Hashtag United vs Soham Town Rangers. Luke, do you want to start us off and we'll go through the Villa and Sheffield United game? What did you make of that? Well, Sheffield United didn't look great. Um, down to 10 men early, so you could blame it on that. But three games in, I'm not feeling it with Sheffield United um, I think maybe the lack of fans is having an impact because you know what Bramall Lane's like really get behind them but I, I just don't really see much in the team I don't think they've improved it at all with the lads they got from Derby who weren't playing they just don't really seem like they've um, done anything to the team and Villa didn't play well they didn't they didn't really need to though they didn't create much they want to Sheffield United won a penalty, which I think was debatable. Um, crap, crap penalty from Lundstrom. Really good height for keeper. The fantastic Martinez, as we know. Um, money well spent. Money well spent. Yeah, on, a, on the Villa side, um, Watkins, again, not impressed me. 33 million. I don't, really, I, I don't understand what's going on with that at all. Um, but they were solid with Villa. They, they were in control of the game basically from the from the point that the red card happened there were no apart from the penalty there was nothing really Sheffield United just sat back and hoped for a draw as you can imagine but yeah pretty pretty dire game really two poor poor sides that'll be in the bottom sort of seven all right but a fair result Josh what's happening with the Man City game um City absolutely dominated the first half. And Wolves have looked a bit better. Ten minutes gone in the second half so far. Wolves have come out quite well. They just had a good chance. Should have scored, but City looked like they could turn it on and score another three if they wanted. Um, I watched Sheffield United game as well. I think Sheffield United will be in the bottom one this season. <laughs> um, I, I think they're diabolical. That's all I've got to say. Keepers crap. Let's call Keepers that out. Ramsdale. Ramsdale. What do you need? I'd say, after his rant last week, I don't think Emmy Martinez is the worst priced goalkeeper. Yeah, 90 million for bad, bad doggers. How good's Kevin De Bruyne looking? Unreal. He. He's just ridiculous. The quicker We've actually today. just had a goal as speaking. Hashtag United has just levelled against Soham Town. Just wow. And Soham Town are actually two steps above Hashtag United. Say they're only a team who's professionally been two seasons and they got promoted the first season that they was in the Essex Senior League. And they was at the top of the step above last year before it had to be Nil and void, and they've literally just equalised in the 85th minute. And it's like, I That's think like there's at least about five, six hundred fans there for for the step that it's in. It's the first sort of qualifying round for the FA Cup. It's a massive attendance. To say that they usually average in around hundred fans at Soham Town. I mean, hashtag already a team that's been three years on 
and already getting five five hundred and more each week. <laughs> They're absolutely smashing it. But sorry, Josh Carroll. No, uh, I mean De Bruyne is ridiculous. We all know that. <clears throat> um, when you said you were watching the hashtag game earlier, I didn't. I had no idea what you were talking about. So I did a bit. Of, <laughs> I did a bit of research on it. It is a. It's a really good story. It seems to be just a sort of a group of fan. Uh, sorry, a group of mates who sort of made a team and. <laughs> now they're playing in FA Cup. It's the dream, isn't it? Really? Yeah, they, they brought in a couple. They brought in a couple of YouTubers at the start. The uh, Joe uh, Theo Baker's, Charlie Morley's, and Jamal and Five. But they've sort of got better and better every year. And like I say, I showed you earlier, didn't I, on YouTube that they've got five hundred fifty thousand following, yeah. which is five hundred thousand less than someone like Tottenham Hotspur. It's it's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah for a that like. fact for you as well, Luke. So hometown who they're playing against, they've got a keeper called Josh Pope, brother to Nick oh, Pope. Is he actually? Initially, I, thought, Nick Pope. I just thought that's the crappiest thing he could have said, and now I'm intrigued and now I'm interested. I didn't know. Yeah, that. yeah, brother to Nick Pope. So uh, he's actually had a cracking game as well. Looks pretty decent keeper. Get him in when you sell Nick next year. <laughs> get him in, but right, we'll move on. We'll get into the weekend fixtures that have just passed. So. <laughs> Starting with Everton, how good are they looking and which player is doing it for you, Luke, in that team? Oh, I, I thought they were so good in that game. <clears throat> um, putting aside first sort of 15 minutes or whatever, when Pickford had an absolute mare with that Dean Garner goal. I mean, yeah, it was a great strike, but come on. He should, he should have been able to get to that for me. Worrying, worrying keeper aside, though, really good team. Um, Calvert-Lewin, really strong striker. I, I rated him for a couple of years, but he's getting the goals now that his play has uh, as, as threatened for a while. He looks quite a potent striker now. But I think you're probably under no, no surprise to say the player I'm going to rave about is James Rodriguez, who is, you know, we didn't know which way he'd go. Could have been a bit underwhelming, a bit of a, a name as opposed to actually bringing it to the league at 29. Was he really arsed? such a good player he's all around played I don't know if he got a couple of assists at least one good goal as well looks an absolute steal from what I've read I thought it was 20 million they paid they actually got him for free if you didn't know that mm. yeah Real basically just tore his contract up for them to take it over that's an absolute steal um, Everton will have a good season do you reckon they'll be up there in the what top eight oh yeah I think, I think they'll finish at, at, low, at lowest seventh Really? And I think they'll push for the sort of fifth and sixth for Europa places. I, I really rate them. If they keep them players fit, um, uh, you know, I, I don't see any issues. Really strong all over the park, apart from goalkeeper. Yeah. So, moving on to the Man United game versus Crystal Palace. Josh, I'm going to come to you with this one. Thanks. Do you see this one being more a Man United team with a lack of match fitness and looking a little bit Worse for wearing, not not quite sharp yet, or a Crystal Palace team who just outperformed on the day. Um, I think Palace were really good. Um, I think any team who comes to Old Trafford and dominates from first minutes at last deserves credit. And I think I don't see that they've got that much credit. I've seen a lot of how bad United were, which is fully justified. But Palace were really good. Zahar looked great. Townsend, who I thought we've sort of finished for quite a long time. 
has had a really good start to the season. Um, they, they just looked, they did look really good, but United have got serious problems. Um, I don't think match fitness is the issue. I just think we had a good run last season, which stopped after the Southampton, well, stopped at the Southampton game, where they equalised in the last minute, and we never really recovered. We weren't great in that game, but after that, we we picked up points, but we never really played well. We had a good run of fixtures, which benefited us, but I, th- I think it's put, I think it's papered over some massive, massive cracks. Um, um yeah, I'm, I'm not bracing myself for a good season. Donny Van der Beek then getting a debut goal coming off of the bench. What did you make of his performance coming off? Um, the team was absolutely shit. <laughs> so it were hard to judge him. He put himself around. He was busy. He scored. He looked like the only one who cared. Um, but we'll beat that out of him in a few weeks. He'll he'll be he'll be saving some of us. Back to that United level. He'll learn. He'll learn. You don't run here, mate. And so moving to Brighton, then winning three yeah. 0 away at Newcastle, which I thought Newcastle had a cracking first win, but. Brighton turning up and winning three 0 I think we've given a lot of a lot of stick yeah, over the past few weeks on air and off air. So, <laughs> Luke, what do you actually make of this Brighton team? Hey, they were really good against Newcastle. <clears throat> it could have three three nil was at the very least it could have been. Um, more pay, excellent going forward, and the right back. What a find he is, that um, Lamptey. Tariq Lamptey, yeah, yeah, from Chelsea. I have no idea why Chelsea let him go. It pays to burn. He'd be 20 out of 20 pace on Football Manager, no mistake, which is all I base any player's ability on. <laughs> um, shit off. Defensively, I'm going forward. You know, he, wouldn't, he, he out-muscled, I think, where St. Maximin, uh, on, you know, he's a much bigger mm. guy than him. Nick the ball for him, but he's sprinting and the way he gets forward. He's really impressive. Um I don't know how much they paid for him, but massive. I don't think it was much. And another player who I thought was sort of hit and miss last season, but really impressed me against Newcastle with Trossard, who's the sort of attacking midfielder number ten. Yeah, it looks good. He was really good playing just off Morpé, uh, drifts all over the middle, big threat throughout. They just look a really good team. I also rate uh, his name's Connolly. I think it might be Aaron Connolly, yeah, yeah. young Irish striker. Yeah. He came off bench against us on the last game of last season against Burnley at Turf Moor. They beat us 2-1. And he came on and he changed the game. Got, he got the winner. He just looks like a really busy striker. Good good technique. Fantastic finish against Newcastle when he came on. So, yeah, I don't know. You know, we might have underestimated them. They're good going forward. They've got three decent centre-backs. Um, I think it's fair to say we were a bit premature saying they're getting relegated. Um, they, they've come on from last season and yeah, I never said they would. Well, me and Nick certainly did. <laughs> yeah, we, we had them in bot. We definitely had them in the bottom three. But after that performance, I can see them being up, sort of tinkering on the edge of relegation. But I think we'll be safe. I don't know. I think uh, if they can keep that that team playing like that, I think we'll be more than comfortable. Twelve, thirteen, yeah. um, impressive. Although they are losing an absolute Brighton stalwart to Burnley, as we in Dale Stevens. <laughs> um, what impact that will have? Well, seeing as he's not played in the league, probably not much. 
But that's, now he's the that's the market where shopping is. <laughs> <laughs> Magician Son getting four goals in the 5-2 win over Southampton. Spurs still didn't impress me. It was the same, same ball over the top, which the Southampton defence couldn't handle. But, Josh, what do you actually make of Spurs as a team at the moment? Do you see them going forward or do you see them struggling in the league? Um, I think they'll do all right. I, I don't know. It's, it's hard to judge when they've just won 5-2, which should have been 5-1, but for a ridiculous penalty. Um, but I don't know. They, they are good going forward. We know they're good going forward. The problem is defensive. And like you say, all Southampton had to do to cut out at least three at goals were dropped back 10 yards. Yeah. And then that ball wouldn't have been on. It was a really good first half display from Southampton and a really, really bad second half defensive display from them. I don't know why you would allow that to keep happening. I don't know why Hassan Hoodle allowed it to keep happening. Um, I think Spurs have got a lot of positivity at the minute. Obviously, Bale's just arrived. Um, and that's just seems to have given a boost around the whole club. I think he's already out for four weeks or something like that. Um, so I, I don't know how much he's actually going to play um, or, or how good he'll actually be. But Son's their main man. He, he's outstanding. Um, but I, I do think, I think they'll be all right. I think they'll be around sort of fourth, but I don't think they'll get it. Do you feel a little bit sorry for Danny Ings, the performance he's putting in and, the Southampton team who just didn't back him up defensively. His first finish were amazing. Yeah. Really, really good finish. And he's, Luke will know better than me, he's just, that, that's what he's all about, isn't it? He's a, he's a proper, proper lethal striker. He's, he's one of the yeah. best I've ever seen play for us. Um, mm. He's just, he just so unlucky when he left. He went to Liverpool because he was that good. At that point in time, he just scored, I think, 40 goals, 38 or something goals for us across two seasons. The year we got promoted and then Premier League in a team that got relegated. And he got he more than earned his move and it was just such a shame. He had, he's had so many ACL injuries and me and Josh know more than most how shit they are. <laughs> I think he's had... Ruined my career. <laughs> he's had two ACLs in each knee, to be clear. Jesus. Since his time at Bournemouth, because when we signed him from Bournemouth, he did his ACL like his first training session that summer. Did it the other one like them anyway? Yeah, he's had he's had a shit time. So <laughs> delighted to see how well he's doing. Yeah, I thought he might go, but he looks like he'll uh, looks like he'll stay. Hassan will come out last week. Do you, he said, do you think he'll be able to put it out at a top six team, or do you think he's at a level where he's a star player and he's going to be getting game time? I think he'd do it. At a Spurs or a Everton or someone like that, I think he's. I think he's just a goal scorer. I think if you put him in City team, I think he'd score goals. Yeah. Right. Moving on to Bucky's boys, Luke. We're going to start with you actually, because there's a famous comment that's circling the internet, <laughs> of, and I'm going to quote this from uh, from the online Twitter. Is Luke saying, and I quote, "Podcast number one out." If anyone lets us down this week, it won't be me. Wait, we're only half me. <laughs> you had two dead certain bets on there. 
what went wrong? What went wrong with your Man United? Blame the fucker at the wheel at United who can't somehow get Pogba and Fernandez trampling through James McCarthy. (laughs) (laughs) I want to tell you, United were absolute dog shit. The score flattered them. I'll never bet on them again. I'm sorry. Ross had a good week. Having Luton to beat Derby, that was a good one. And Hull, I think that was a pretty comfortable bet, actually, to have them winning against Crew. Yeah, uh, it was only 1-0, though. Might have been 2-0, they might have scored again late on. Yeah, um, it was that Malik who was at uh, Barnsley last year, weren't he? But he looks a, he looks a good talent, he does, actually. I just think um, Hull seemed too big for that level. Yeah, I think I w- we weren't far away. I mean, I had um, Watford to win away at Chef Wednesday, but I was a bit of a stalemate at nil-nil. So I'd have 100% had Luke's bet to come in. I think we all had Man United to win that quite comfortably. There'd have been a right good cash out as well before United, after if Watford had scored. Yeah. He's trying to pass blame on to you then, eh? <laughs> <laughs> it's a cash out none of us would have taken. Yeah, true. <laughs> Right, moving on to this week's bets then. Josh, do you want to run us through your two picks? Uh, yeah, so I've gone Salford at home to Forest Green. And I picked my bets while I was watching uh, Soccer Saturday this week. Um, and I think Salford won like four, four or five nil. And they tend to do this. They have sort of one level consolidating at a level and then they'll go and knock on Gary Neville's door and ask for another... Four or five million, um, <laughs> and and they seem to spend big. So I think they'll be right up there. I think they'll they'll probably go up this year. Uh, so I've got them at home to beat Forest Green, and I've got Portsmouth beating Wigan at home. Because Wigan, it's just a sad, sad state of what's happening there, isn't it? They've, they've got players on sort of weekly contracts, and yeah, it's it's. They're not going to be the last team affected by this, but you just sort of worry. And I think the fans just hope they've got a club um, yeah. to support, which which we all do, really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think they'll lose, and I hope they do. <laughs> I'm going to say a quick, a quick update on the hashtag United game. It's actually gone to penalties. Two penalties each so far. Hashtag have missed their second penalty. Uh-oh. And so on town range have put two in, so they need to have a another good uh, three penalties and try and save one at least. But um Luke, do you want to run us through your picks? Yeah, I've gone for a team who always let me down because we mutually detest each other. So whenever I put them on a bet, they're always the reason my bet don't come in. But I've gone for them. I've put Preston to beat Stoke at home. because uh, I saw highlights of Preston against away at Norwich on Saturday. And they were the better team by far. They drew two all, but they, they played really well. Um, and I don't think much of Stoke. I don't know. How they, I don't even know how they started the season. I just saw that fixture, and I just I couldn't see anything but Preston winning that. But because it's me, and because I hate Preston, they will lose. And I do hate Preston. Sorry, I, I actually don't care if any of Preston have one. <laughs> it's mutual. Mutual. It's all good fun because we went up, and you never did. And I've got Burnley to beat Southampton because as much as I like Southampton as a team, um, Dyche has done well against Hassan Um 
I don't know if it's just the style of play we have suits that, that you know against their system. I'm not sure, but I mean we played well against Leicester last night. Frankly, they're just a better team than us, uh, better players. Mm. But we we could have and probably should have scored four. Chris Wood should have had a hat trick. Um, we're likely to have players available that weren't. Ben Me and Ashley Barnes will be back for starters. If Tarkovsky has not been sold, he will definitely be playing as well. Um, so yeah, I think I think we'll beat him. The tie has actually changed already. Someone actually missed their third penalty, and Ashtag have just put in the third and fourth. Go on, Ashtag. So, yeah, Ashtag might We're be doing this when I read it about earlier. Big hashtags. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I'll run through my picks and then they'll be at the fifth penalty. So uh, I've actually gone for Blackpool to win away at Gillingham. Blackpool had a good good win last weekend. I think it was 2-0. I don't see them struggling against Gillingham. And then we've got Birmingham to beat Rotherham. Uh, Rotherham's such a yo-yo team in the Championship. They're always coming up and going back down. Uh, And Birmingham look to be okay at the moment. I don't see them struggling against Rotherham. The Millers are not a great team for the Championship, but uh, they'll be back down in League One next season anyway. Have you seen how much it's paying out? Is it a big Oh, we've not seen that. Let's have a look. Oh, it is. It's paying out at £147, this bet. My fiver, which is what my standard bet is, £741.66. £147 to one? Yeah. 148 to one. <laughs> it's it's much higher than last week's. It's guaranteed. Win. One pound. One pound. Dead sir. I mean, I'm surprised at that because that, that does sound possible. Very possible, yeah. They always do though, don't they? Well, we'll all have HD cameras and microphones next week when we've won big. Yeah, so in town have just missed their fifth and the hashtag have put it in. They are gone th- they have gone through to the second qualifying round of the FA Cup. Big up hashtag and Spencer get, Owen and yeah. Sebi. Can they get league teams now then? I think. Uh no, it's I think they've got another two qualifying rounds before they go into the first the actual the first qual- round. First, I did I did think that's early. Yeah, yeah, but uh you never done know them. really well. Like Carabao Cup semi-final, aren't we already? <laughs> You've had about eleven rounds in a week. But Wolves have just scored, by the way, while we were all pretending to be canny. Um, there's been a goal at Molyneux, Jeff. <laughs> Raúl Jiménez has just scored. Raúl Jiménez, he's an absolute goal-scoring machine, isn't he? He is. Yeah. Oh, Megs on De Bruyne, headed by Jiménez. Nice. Two-one. Right, moving on to our fantasy draft. Josh, do you want to run us through your transfers and who's been getting your points this weekend? Uh, transfers, I can't remember. Oh, I took Eze out and brought in Daniel Podence. Mm. So, I had Aubameyang captain again. He got me 10. Uh, De Bruyne is currently sitting on 7, but they're obviously still playing. Uh, Podence got me 5. I think he just literally got an assist. Um, and Danny Ings on 11. I had a bit of a nightmare in goal because I went uh, Pope and I had Matt Ryan on bench. And Ryan got six because he got his clean sheet and Pope got one because he played. Um, and Alexander Arnold got seven. I got 49, but I've got a couple of City Wolves players in, so it could go up a little bit more. 
Yeah. Lou, what about yours? Transfers and points. Well, I don't do transfers because I believed in these boys when I picked them, and I'm stick with them. I'm stick, sticking with them. Um, but I had a good week, which I needed after last week. Obviously, I only got ten points last week, and it already looked desperate. I got forty-five points this week, so I'm now seven points behind top place, as opposed to what I thought it could have been. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Um, yeah, I obviously Pope in goal. We conceded four, so we only got one point. I got three off Taylor because he got an assist last night for us. Alexander Arnold got seven, so I'm assuming he must have got at least one assist, like he always does. He got one, yeah. De Bruyne seven because he scored tonight, I think, from the penalty spot. Then yeah. he's probably assisted one because it's Kevin De Bruyne. I've no idea. <laughs> Sterling's got five as well. Has he scored? He got an assist. An assist. Milivojevic one, McGinn two, fifteen from Obama Yang. 12 from Mitra, who got me two away at Leeds. Mm-hmm. And Chris Wood got me six because he scored against Leicester. Did so, you captain Aubameyang? Aubameyang were captain, yeah. And Vinagre and Batshuayi both got me a, a point apiece for appearance. So, yeah, overall, a good week. And I'm mm-hmm. lacking the points. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've made one transfer with uh, Alan St. Maximum getting injured. I've brought in Jorginho. And my logic behind that is he's on penalties at Chelsea. So, there's always a chance for him to get points there. And as well as getting a couple of assists, I don't think he's going to get many goals through the season from open play. But getting me my points, McCarthy got me zero, conceding five against Tottenham. That was piss poor, to be honest, McCarthy. But Lois <laughs> uh, Dunk getting me seven points for a clean sheet against um, Newcastle. The rest is pretty much ones just for appearances, apart from De Bruyne and Sterling getting seven or five so far tonight. And my captain, Marshall, obviously, I didn't go down too well at Man United, did it, Josh? Cheers, Paul. Um, but yeah, after my first week, I looked very strong. So far, I'm on 62 week, in first, and then Josh is in second, three points behind in 59. Luke in third with 55. It's coming, it's coming together now. It's very tight. Very tight. <laughs> As good choice on Jorginho on penalties anyway. He missed his first one yesterday. He's pretty sure he scored, didn't he? No, he, they lost 2 0, mate. He missed his penalty. Oh, yeah, against Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> his penalties yeah, yeah, yeah. are pretty good, though. Yeah. I like that little hop he does. He goes, Learn it off Bruno, didn't he? And scored. Nice. Bruno, Bruno, Bruno. Right, transfer talk and speculation. We'll start things off with Gareth Bale signing for Tottenham. How big of a signing do you think that is, Luke, for Spurs? I'd like to think it's massive. We just have to see how fit he is. Because uh, obviously, he's, I think he's injured for a month. If he's fit, it's a massive signing. And that, you know, I think all of us have been a bit mm, about Spurs, uh, especially how crap they were on opening day against Everton. But they were deep. you have to go, give hats off those against, against Southampton. They were so good for about 40 minutes. Son just falling to bits. So... If you have Bale, Kane and Son firing, it's a good team. Don't matter how crappy defence is with them three, if they're firing. Yeah, there's chances for goals there, aren't they? Lots of. Massively. Yeah. Right. Wolves, moving over to Wolves. So they did sell Doherty to Spurs and now they're closing in on a 
a, a replacement of Nelson Semedo, isn't it, from Barcelona for 29 million. Josh, do you think that's a good replacement? <laughs> I'm so glad you didn't try to like it. I read his Wikipedia. And <laughs> not, not a clue. He plays for Barcelona, so you'd assume he's good. Um, 20, what, 29 million? It's a lot of money. Um, when they had a perfectly good right back in Doherty. Um, but are, is he Portuguese? Is that a silly question we all? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know enough about him. I've heard of him. Yeah, I watched a couple of games last year. He looked all right. He's, he's just a very, very pacey right back. To me, he, we mentioned Lamptey earlier for Brighton. He's very, very similar. He's just so quick and he'll get up and down the lines like what Doctor did. But I don't think his end product's half as good as what, again, Doherty's were. But it'll be interesting to see what he's, what he's going to do in the Premier League. Yeah. But we'll stay with Wolves and... They're actually looking at lining up a, a bid for Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. I can see that being a good deal for both parties because I don't see him getting into the Liverpool first team on a regular. Luke, what what do you make of that transfer? Like you say, I think it's a good deal for both. I think Liverpool brought Thiago in, who's a world away from Chamberlain. As are Henderson and Wijnaldum and Fabinho. They don't need him, do they? No. We've seen him as a central midfielder now, which he's become, haven't he? I don't yeah, they don't need him. And um, yeah, they do well at Wolves. He's a good player when he's fit. Good signing, good sale, get it done. Yeah, yeah completely agree. I, I like him as a player. I think he'd, he'd fit Wolves well. So the last one that I've actually got for you. So we've sort of done full circle, Doherty to Spurs, Samedo to Wolves, and now to Barcelona, looking at Max Aaron's bringing in from Norwich. What did you make of his first season in the Premiership, Josh? He didn't scream Barcelona player to me. <laughs> um, I know we were rumoured with him before we bought uh, Wan-Bissaka last year. Um, again, I think I think he's all right. He looks all right. He doesn't. He don't look. He don't look anything special to me. But he's a young kid. If he can get a move to Barcelona, he's obviously doing something right. Um, yeah, fair play. I hope he goes and I hope he does well. Yeah, I think time's on his side, isn't it? Being so young, mm. he's got that chance to sort of go and learn from the best players. You know what I mean? I don't think there's many many better teams than Barcelona in the world. So if you can get that experience and the coaches that they sort of have coming in and out of there. I think Did you say the more. next step from Grant Hanley is Messi? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's in the textbook that. Grant Hanley, where where is he at nowadays? Norwich. That's why well, I said it. <laughs> Bit random if it weren't, isn't it? Well, and well, last I heard, we were, at, we were at Newcastle. Has he ever played for Newcastle? In 2012, I think. <laughs> Back in 2003. <laughs> I don't even remember. Anyway, Max Aaron's done. We have that. I think that's an agent on overdrive, but we'll see, won't we? Yeah. Right, we're going to move on to our weekend's predictions. Last weekend, Luke, you've actually got the most points out of all of us. So if we get a correct result, it's five points. If you get a correct score, it's two points. So, Luke, you actually had seven points. You got the exact result against Luton versus Derby at 2-1. So you had five points for that. You got a Leicester win 
he said 2-0. And so you got two points for that. Me and Josh, I'm actually in last. I've got two points with just the Leicester result. And then Josh, you've got four points. Luke, do you want to run us through who you think, what you think the predictions are going to be for this weekend? So we've got Derby versus Blackburn, Brighton versus Man United, and Burnley versus Southampton. Well, Blackburn have started quite well. I mean, they buried Wickham last week, and with all due respect, you haven't. Um, <laughs> I think I'll say one all. I can't. Surely you can't lose four on that. If you do, he's gone. You probably can. <laughs> I'm going to say one all, Derby Blackburn. Um, there's a reason I didn't go with Man United away at Brighton. On I think Brighton might do you. One nil, and I think Burnley will beat Southampton one nil. Cool, Josh. Um, I'll go Blackburn two, Derby nil. Brighton eleven, Man United nil. And <laughs> um, no, I'll go Brighton three one, and I will go. Who had Burnley playing Southampton? Southampton, yeah. I think Burnley will win 1 0. Cool. My predictions are going to be Derby 1, Blackburn 0. I'm keeping the faith in the cuckoo. I'm going to go Brighton 1, Man United 1. I'm going to go Burnley 0, Southampton 1. That's my weekend prediction. Sorry, Luke. Bye, mate. But Southampton, I think they're going to have to bounce back from that embarrassing result against Spurs. But we have to bounce back. Everyone's got to bounce back. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> we all need to bounce back, boys. We all had a terrible we've all, week. We've all not enjoyed the season so far. <laughs> That's Pine of Pine, and this is week two done. Bye. 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 Bye.